You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, I'm here with Dominique Pruitt. Uh, do you say Pruitt like that? Yep, that's right. Awesome. Nailed it. Yeah, so you're gonna be you're gonna be releasing your new EP in a few days. I am. Clock is ticking. It's almost yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, I think July second. It's correct. Friday, July second. I'm really excited. I've been listening to all the singles and uh, your past EPs and albums. You're just a really great artist, and I really love your songwriting and the music. Thank you so much. Yeah, so I'm really excited for this. How did you originally get started in music? Well, both of my parents are musicians. So I grew up in just a complete world of music. All of my parents' friends were musicians. My grandparents were not professional musicians, but one of my grandparents, my grandfather on my mom's side was like an opera singer just by hobby. And he was really good at it. And um, my other grandmother was a really talented piano player. And then both of my parents were professional musicians, like fully rock star status touring and doing all the crazy things in the 70s and 80s. So I grew up just in a world of that and I really didn't know any different. Um, I knew I loved to sing from when I was a really little kid, but I think Mm -hmm. I shied away from wanting to be a musician, maybe because my parents did it. It wasn't the first goal I had necessarily, but in my teenage years, I realized I just loved to do it so much and I just like to entertain and perform. So I really started to lean into it, even though I had terrible stage fright specifically in front of my parents. Like they were the scariest people to perform for. And they weren't like, people always ask like, oh, were they, did they intimidate you or like make you feel bad? No, not at all. They were really supportive. I was just super scared. So my dad would play guitar and I would wear a bag over my head and I would sing with him. So that's kind of how I got the start. And then, um, yeah, over the years, I started to write more. Um, Mm I started writing with my dad in my 20s, and yeah, it kind of all snowballed from there, just one thing after another, and here we are today, and time flies, and here comes the EP. Yeah, that's super cool. So I, from what I've heard, this EP has been uh, kind of a long time coming, Yes, and uh, it's definitely a crazy story of how it's being leased. Yeah, so what's the story behind the EP? Well, the EP, I guess the original goal was to make a full record. I think it's been so long, I've kind of forgotten, put it out of my, but I think the original goal was to make a full record and then just, you know, things changed and we started to record the EP and that took a bit of time. And I mean, less than six months, we recorded the EP and wrapped it up. And then I really wanted to put it out on vinyl. That was just my goal. I was like, okay, I just want, I want something tangible. So when I tour or when I play whatever shows in LA that I can sell something, right? People can go home with something cool. I'd done CDs in the past, which was always great, but I finally wanted to put something on vinyl. So um, right before, well, a few months before the pandemic, it was like September of 2020 or 2019. I think I placed the order for my records and they said it would take about two months. Well, the pandemic hit and it ended up taking 11 months to get the records. So that delayed things. And at that point, I could have put out the EP during the pandemic or, you know, I could have even put it out in like February 2020 or March. But I really just wanted to wait to have that one tangible item. 
And I figured people had waited this long so they can keep being patient. And, uh, and I'm glad because now it's like maybe shows will be picking back up for me or, you know, in the fall, maybe I'll do some touring or something. Oh, yeah. So, so that's, that's what rolled it all into this timeline. Yeah. I believe you moved to LA, right? Are well, you... actually I lived in LA and I moved to Ojai, which is a, like oh. a kind of yeah. town outside of LA. So I now have pet chickens instead of living in a tiny apartment. I live on like a little country property and have chickens. No goats or horses yet, but those hopefully are on the horizon. (laughs) Well, that's super cool. Yeah. What are some of the special qualities about this album that you think will really make it stand out? Um, I think... I really like the production. My friend Joseph produced it and he personally has incredibly different musical style. Like he does not come from an Americana or country background at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I think his like unique perspective on it came out really beautifully. Um, The guys that I've been playing, I've had play with me in my band for now 10 years. We had never actually really recorded together anything that we'd put out. Um, The first record and EP I recorded, I had hired studio musicians for at the time, just with the producer I was working with. So Mm -hmm. this to me is super special because my guys got to finally play on it. So that Mm -hmm. was really cool. And obviously we all have a synergy that you don't always get with studio musicians, which I was lucky to hire really good people the first time, but just, it was just really special to do this finally with these guys and like finally get to listen to something we've created together. That wasn't just a live show. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the writing is really mostly really personal. Uh, It was from, you know, it was a few songs from different years of my life when I think I was a little more isolated and maybe going through like strange times just growing up and in the music industry and questioning my path. So I don't know. I think it's special because it's personal. That's awesome. This is kind of veers off from uh, Mm -hmm. the album a bit. What is one of your favorite moments in music, in your musical career? Ooh, favorite moments in my musical career. Good question. Well, it was very exciting that... Early in 2020, I got the word that I was going to be able to play stagecoach. That was super cool. And then the day I realized I wasn't going to play stagecoach because (laughs) it was a big, huge bummer. But just knowing that things like that were like right around the corner after I really had been so dormant with my music for a couple of years and just like recording and hadn't, I'd played a few shows locally, but you know, I've had a very, not bumpy path but I've taken a few breaks. So it was really exciting to hear that that was going to happen. And then obviously it got taken away. The rug was pulled out, but I hope it's on the horizon again. I hope next year I do get to play stagecoach in April. So that was cool as a recent career milestone. Yeah. Yeah, It was exciting. Yeah. So I got to just keep that in my sights, you know, on the goal list. Yeah. So I believe this album has been, uh, you've been kind of sitting on it for, a year or two, right? Mm-hmm, pretty much. I think we finished recording in 2019. Oh, wow. It's been a while, and I'm, I'm assuming you've been working on some new material, right? Great question. Yeah. <laughs> I have, I really, through the pandemic, I have not. I was one of those mm-hmm. terrible, motivated artists. I have a lot of ideas bubbling, and I actually have a whole concept for a record. Mm-hmm. But no, I was totally unmotivated to play. I just felt like things were, it was like a roller coaster and things were getting so exciting and it really just crashed right around that time. So I think 
I lost some motivation. Um, but no, I do have the general idea for some for a record I want to make, and it's a little like left field from this one, maybe. So that's exciting. Like I have it all planned out in my mind. It has not been put to paper just yet, though. Mm-hmm. But it's out there that's in the true. universe. <laughs> Are you going to be playing uh, shows anytime soon? Because uh, you're living in California, and uh, in Texas, we're kind of. I'm getting to play some more shows again, and uh, so what's it's what has it been like over there? Um, it has. That's very cool that you get to play shows. First of all, awesome. <laughs> I think we were a little slower behind some of the southern states to like pick back up. California was a little more strict, but it was almost like all of a sudden the lid blew off, and people are starting to play shows again. So right, right now, I don't have anything on the books, but I'm hoping to start playing like maybe in the end of the summer, early fall for sure. Because it was, it was. A- didn't know it was going to happen in California and it kind of felt so uncertain to be planning things but yeah I'm thinking definitely in the early fall I'll be playing and getting back to sort of normal-ish life so it's exciting that's awesome yeah I think we're just all kind of kind of ready to get back out and play shows again and yeah make music again I guess and uh yeah that's so cool glad you've been playing (laughs) yeah uh it's been really fun so uh what are some of your goals that you want to do? You know, you have this album coming out. What are some goals that, you know, the quarantine is dying down? You know? mm-hmm. um, I mean, I would just say start playing again and definitely record again and write again. Maybe meet, like, I love to co-write. So maybe meet up with some new writers or some, yeah, people I've never written with before, I think would be really exciting. I love a lot of my co-writers, but I just feel like maybe for a new breath of fresh air it would be cool to like write some whole new stuff I mean after the quarantine like we have a slightly different perspective on life you know we're the same people outlook so I think it would be really cool to write like kind of a different record and um record would love to tour that would be awesome that's a goal to get the goal is to get a really great opening slot on a big tour. That's that's mm-hmm. the goal. I, I decided for 2022, I really want to play Red Rocks Amphitheater. That's just one minor goal. So yeah, it's that, would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> right? It seems so cool. I've never been there. Have you ever been there? I have not. Okay. Goals. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so who are some of your, uh, some people that you'd really like to play with or even uh, some people who have really influenced you? Uh, recently who've... or uh you know just throughout your career sure um well I would say like old school influences are always going to be Patsy Klein mm-hmm. and Aretha Franklin and even like Cher mm-hmm. <laughs> I love all those like old yeah. performers so incredible in their own ways and then uh like more contemporary bands I really love the high women I think those oh, four yeah. ladies I mean, that record to me, like top to bottom is so beautiful and perfect. It's one of those ones where most of the songs are like, I wish I wrote that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think incredible. I would play with them collectively or would love to collaborate individually. I'd take any of the above. Um, they're really awesome. I think Lord Huron is doing really cool stuff. I love mm-hmm. how they're sound super like spooky. I've always kind of been into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're doing really cool stuff. Also, Leon Bridges, I think is really, okay. really cool. He's so good. It's like so unique, but classic, but sounds modern. And his voice is so great. And his writing is so cool. So those are some of my favorite 
contemporary artists. Yeah, it's always funny because uh, Leon Bridges started in uh, Fort Worth. Oh, so, right. Uh, so all of my friends that have been around the scene for longer is like, oh, yeah, he used to come borrow my guitar after he finished washing dis- dishes at his day job. That's so cool. Yeah, it's, they, I always hear crazy stories about him. That's awesome. Does he still come around to play the little clubs anymore? Uh, yeah, I think there was a, I think before the pandemic, he came into town and he just got up on one of the local stages, started playing with uh, one of the local bands, the Squeezebox Bandits. Yeah, it was really cool. So back to the album. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm super excited to get to hear it all the way through. What do you hope to convey with this album? Um, I hope to convey that, like, the songs were all written very individually, right? But then at the end of the day, when you listen to them collectively, I feel like there's sort of a somber tone, like there's a little bit of sadness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just about that we're all on our own weird, strange journey in whatever field you're in or life, love, career, in whatever path it's in. Um that we're all, I don't know, we all have kind of hard times, but like there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. That's kind of what I feel like is the overall tone is like, and maybe that's a weird like metaphor for the pandemic too. It's like, you know, we go through these weird hard times, but like sort of if it doesn't kill you, maybe it makes you stronger and you end up coming out at the other end. So yeah. Um, so that's, that's about it on that. Yeah, that's awesome. I'd just like to thank you so much for doing this interview. It was really, really fun. Cool. Thank you for having me. I can't yeah. wait to listen to your music. Oh, You're great. You. <laughs> and uh, yeah, where can everyone find you and your music? Um, DominiquePruitt.com or Bandcamp. If you Google my name, you will find the plethora. I'm on all the socials. I'm Tiki Dominique on Instagram. and. Mm-hmm. Twitter is just Dominique Pruitt. If you just Google Dominique Pruitt, you'll find whichever platform you want to go on. But I'm on them all. Go check out some of the older videos. Um, find me on Bandcamp, Dominique Pruitt. Order that vinyl. I hope everyone loves it. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, everybody, this is Dominique Pruitt. My name's Jack Barksdale. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you next time. <laughs>